What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Shot Tank. This is my 38th time on air today. Good to be back. We're joined by the whole crew. Uh, we'll start at the bottom. We'll work our way around. TST, what's going on, man? How are we doing? I'm doing well, man. Doing well. Apparently, we're getting some sort of polar vortex or something on Friday. So uh, just uh-huh. uh, enjoying enjoying it not being too, too cold just yet. Nice, nice. Oh, That's geez. just like normal anyways, right? You're like kind of <laughs> I don't know, people are People are like worried about their cars not starting. They're worried about schools getting shut down. So I guess it's a little more, but. Uh, Sounds we'll like vacation to me. I don't know. Sounds like AK. Uh, JBB, what's going on with you, man? Just bobbing and weaving a tough NBA slate tonight, dude. Like uh, the the uh, uh, Trey Jones, Sohan are out. Jeremy yeah. Grant concussion. A whole lot of action going on. And uh, somehow I've managed to dodge most of it so far in cash tonight on DK. I splashed around in the pickums, uh, and I, um, I, I actually am off to like a pretty solid start. Those Eric Gordon free squares look nice early, um, but I have the Celtics scored there. They've scored ninety-seven points so far. Grant Williams has zero, yes, has zero of those ninety-seven, and That's I only absurd. needed seven and a half points for him, which like really incredible work by Batman. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what's going on with you, man? How are you doing? I'm good. Just been recovering from being sick. So, you know, just a lot of all world, a lot of being on Twitter, <laughs> yeah. just anything that doesn't require me to move a lot. Um, there you go. But hopefully we'll be back and at it soon enough. Drink those fluids. Drink those fluids. Uh, all right. Here's what we got going on today. Um, we are going to actually, I'm going to steal something from um, from the NBA athletic show uh, on the uh, Monday show, the basketball buds. They give Jay King of um, the show, the Kings minute. And they give him a minute to talk about the Kings at the end of the <laughs> show. And we're going to do that for Jeb. And each week Jeb has to choose between all world or UFC strike. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So we'll do that towards the end. Uh, but for today, what we're going to do, we're going to talk a little top shot up top. Cause they had 14,000 announcements today. Um, yeah. I was and like honestly some good stuff too, and then we'll um, talk some so rare as well as I tweeted out earlier. My underdog lineup is outscoring my contender lineup right now, <laughs> and like not that close. Uh, the good news is my underdog lineup is going to cash. But um, let's let's start with some of the oh, wow. Poker Pro Eric has a new avatar and it's his face, dude. Look at that. Look oh at that. God, change dude. it back. That's so dude, bad. We got to pay extra. You should not for take that. selfies. That's basically a super chat. Um, <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's start with some of the top shot announcements today. So I, we can, uh, I'll John, I'll let you dealer's choice. Where where do you want to begin with it? I know we had evaluate dot market do like a mega stream. I think I don't know. I got a bunch of screenshots of everyone that's ever worked at Dapper appeared at one point, um, but they were doing both buying. We've got some burning challenges. And what where where do you want to begin? I definitely might have missed the bulk buying thing. So maybe let's start there. What What's the scoop on that? Um, Evaluate.market, I believe, rolled out something um, that is allowing uh, bulk buying through their program. I imagine it's similar to how Whoa. they used. So, hmm. oh, yeah, I'm okay. looking. They don't just have trading now. They also have a marketplace. Is that what we're talking about? I haven't logged into evaluate.market since 2021. I have no idea um, like what exactly they got going on over there. All I do is read the tweets and the tweet said uh, they did one of those, you know, very fancy tweets that I do all the time where it's like emoji is a bullet point, you know? And one yeah. of them was bulk buying, bulk buying coming to the evaluate.market. I mean, hmm. that's really cool considering that's something Top Shot talked about for a while. And 
Uh, it's something like when there was a lot of demand on Top Shot and people were trying to get those 350 trade tickets together for Series 1's packs. That was like a huge, huge deal. Um, also, shout out to Skeets. I appreciate the W. Hopefully, I can uh, take home another one in the future. So, thank you. Um, <laughs> That's but, that is Honestly, that is like... I still say Twitter funny based on their Twitter of the night. I would say Twitter. So uh, I like that's a that is a really big deal. Yeah, I I was uh I was so, someone hit me up and I was like oh my gosh like someone hit me up outside of this like bubble I live in. Yeah, and they're like, didn't you do this? I was like, oh fuck, yeah. Wild that they knew out people outside of this bubble know you go by actually Jeb Bush. Very very few, very few. <laughs> also, this is very this is very close to the. NBA All World Minute. So be careful. Okay, yeah, I'm not. No, no, don't worry. Don't worry. I'm saving that. I'm saving that. Um, but I mean, okay. So Evaluate has recently pivoted. They went from being really focused on flow to just being like, oh, we want to cover everything. And they tried to do. They spread themselves so, so thin. They didn't do anything well. And now they've focused back on flow, and they seem to be just doing some pretty cool stuff, like the trade machine is pretty cool considering you can do it across different collections. That is cool. I mean, that's pretty dope. And then the fact, like, you can trade UFC Strike for NBA Top Shot. Careful. And I know I'm, don't. that's not part of my minute either. Um, <laughs> so I think it's cool that they're continuing to innovate and build tools. It's the same thing how we were like, it's objectively cool that Floaty made their own marketplace. Like, if there's innovation going on in the space that benefits just the flow blockchain in general that's legitimately like super important if there's any like any type of like lifespan for nfts as a whole or like flow and all the technology behind it do you think there's any reason because i was seeing uh tesla's comment who <clears throat> again i'm trying to make this positive but he's saying uh this always they always make this so hard um and then other people just do it real quick do you think there's reasons that they like were like, oh, we don't want bulk buying on here yet. Let's let because I mean, they obviously don't they like fund evaluate or are invested in value or something. There's some sort of partnership. Yeah, there's some right? partnership there, yeah. So what do I mean, we? I think, there, okay, I, think uh, I could jump in there because like they've leveraged our um, like flash challenge creator before and stuff like that. I mean, I think just from a business standpoint, I, I don't think. I think it's a smart choice that they try to leverage as many resources as possible. And I don't think like, yeah, maybe that's like the first, um, you know, reaction is like, oh, well, why don't they just do it on the Top Shot website? But like, if it's possible for other people to do things quicker and get it to market faster and yada, 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 for whatever reason, right? Uh, you know, who knows if it's a bandwidth thing with the engineering team uh, or the or the way that their you know initial code has been built or if it's a thing with the nba or whatever the hell it is right i mean there's there's probably plenty of reasons for why it could be um you know something slow on the top shot side and so if they can because uh, i'm assuming a, a lot of these things are kind of through the ecosystem fund deal and so if they can utilize that to leverage other people resources um you know websites stuff like that to provide more value i think it's a positive um mm. i do think like this last week is a good example of where it may start to feel like a bit confusing for people though right and and not like a 
not trying to, you know, discredit anything that Floaty or Evaluate have been doing, but like with both of those kind of going live or, and I still can't fully figure out the Evaluate thing because it says they have marketplace, but I haven't really been able to buy right now. I've been trying to click around, but maybe it's kind of coming soon or something, but um, still it just kind of feels like maybe people who haven't really branched out of the Dapper wallet are like, holy shit, like there's all these other things you can do. And like, what's the point of it? Or why? And I could also go to Gia and like, you know, kind of, so, so I think it may be a bit overwhelming there. Um, and, uh, so yeah, I mean that, but I, I don't really think it's like a, a downside for like other people doing it. That's like the whole part of the decentralized stuff. Um, yeah, I'm looking at it. It looks, it says a new feature is coming, bulk buying, find it, add moments to your cart and check out everything in one transaction. This can include moments from all day, top shot and UFC strike. So and if oh, anything, wow, that's that, cool. yeah, that's, if anything, that's super this, cool. Yeah, this kind of speaks to um, the whole Dapper Sports ecosystem, right? Which was something that they talked about for a little while and then we haven't heard much from. But um, it is, uh, yeah, I think, I mean, that's cool. That is cool. I mean, that's especially if you're trying to mesh those things together. Bottomline's on one today. I can tell. He's, 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 he's in the zone right now. Um. Poke Product said, did any of you watch Jen Sudo with uh, Jacob today? No, but I did see the screenshots that you put in each one of our individual discords today. So <laughs> I did see that, BB. Um, but let's talk a little bit. So, yeah, anyways, all of that's good, right? Like any sort of building, whether it's the floaty marketplace or the evaluate uh, marketplace, I do think that it has to become more um, like easier to navigate for newer people at some point. Not that those sites aren't, but just that like if you're new to Top Shot, you're not going to be like, oh, I just need to get over to evaluate.xyz. You know what I mean? Like that's not yeah. something that's going to yeah. feel natural. So well, that, I think that's where well, that's where Top Shot could probably do um, some work on, like uh, you know, some more comms on their end, to, you know, out to. And, and it's kind of weird because maybe there's a little bit of a conflict of interest sometimes. Like one of the good things of Floaty is you get the two and a half percent versus the five percent, right? right? So I don't know if that's something like. <laughs> Top shot's gonna be like shouting from the roofs, like hey everybody the floaty. <laughs> but like, but at the same point, like they are, you know, inevitably helping fund a portion of probably what they're doing through the ecosystem, right? Mm -hmm. So if that's happening, um, and it's and and obviously floaty's doing more than just you know dapper stuff, right? So if that's taking place, then you know there needs to be some you know amplification, right, from the flow side to help help uh you know introduce that to people because there's so only so many things like mbl and, and those guys can do on their end to try to tweet and give you know people updates on it versus like it coming from another angle that says hey here's something you can now do with your moments or here's right. a new marketplace or here's a new function that is available to you within the dapper wallet kind of thing maybe we will get a blog post or something that'll that'll cover that <laughs> well um, I, was gonna, I was gonna say i think the one thing is like any viable collectible is something that you can buy across multiple platforms and isn't attached to the main source. So I think this is something that's super necessary. And I mean, we're in the early stages, but I mean, that's, it's a very important thing. And it's very encouraging to see that, you know, there's still people building this stuff because, you know, I'm, I don't necessarily, am, I'm not putting all my eggs in the top strap basket these days, but I'm obviously not rooting for them to fail. And like, these are important encouraging steps to see this is a good one jeb three bottom line really <laughs> is he is in the zone right now he's cooking um i i yeah i like that um i think you're right and it just if anything it's good for 
all of the NFT bros on Twitter that are like building uh, <laughs> in the bear market. So good to see. Good to see the builders build. Um, let's uh, let's should we talk a little bit about the challenges? I know. So they I, there really are so many challenges going on right now, but I think there are a couple um, important. I don't know. Important might not be the right word, but a positive ones that have just been announced. Right. So, John, do you want to talk a little bit through the mechanics of what they're doing with um was it the rise uh, using the utilizing the rising star and the all-star game ones? Yeah. So, yeah, so they did the one where you get a four pack of rookie debut packs, um, which is kind of interesting. Um, and I guess, it, so it, it doesn't appear that it's taking from the supply that's not selling out, but it might be, I don't really know. They didn't, they weren't very clear on that, but the counter is still ticking on the website. Right. So I'm guessing it's just a, an additional kind of uh, stack of rookie debut packs, but basically you got to burn two rares. Um, and then I think it's, I forget if that one's locked two more moments. Is it locked two more moments? Um, it's lock a bunch more, I think. Uh, oh, lock like six more, I think. Right. But they're yeah, just rookie. five more, five more. Yeah. Five more. Is that one just rookie double badges? Right. It's the, any of the it's players that are in the, the, any of players that are in the 2023, no? Yeah, okay. so you can use uh, Jose Alvarado, who's a 12K. Yeah, so you don't so, have to use yeah. a four badger. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, anyways, um, that's the most, I guess, expensive one, right, from a burn standpoint. Um, and we saw the floor of the rares uh, go from like, you know, I think 25 bucks up to 35 bucks or something, um, at least. Uh, maybe I, I don't know if that, I was looking earlier today, I'm not sure, um, if they've come down since then, but um, I don't know, I think that's an interesting one, um, because but I, I would I wouldn't really complete it necessarily. Um, yeah, the, I, saw, I saw you tweet something out about that today, um, about. Uh, well, before you before you go into that, though, I do think like I just want to say I do think this is good, right? Like this is what I think we were hoping to see for a while. And this is a, definitely like a step in the right direction with them requiring like way more of this burning and locking uh, for these challenges. Yeah. Right. Like, do we all agree on that? Is anybody out on that? I mean, cool. I will say I think they've been doing a bunch of locking. Uh, it's just I wish personally to see more burning. Yeah. I think it's it's nice to see them giving out something other than a fandom moment too that yes. we've been like talking about for a long time. So that's positive. And then like <clears throat> it's not just that they are burning, but like I think they made a really strong choice of what to burn. Like these, you know, high high mint count rares that like you know probably looking back they think were a mistake to especially the rising stars right like they already corrected mm -hmm. that from series two to series three they're like oh no we shouldn't be doing these you know 2000 min counts of these rising stars so i think targeting um those rares in particular and i think kind of when we talk about you know burning locking all that and we talk about you know net neutral and all that everyone kind of the kind of the undertone to all that that isn't always discussed and gets lost a little bit is that like, okay, if all we do is like reduce the commons by a by a bunch, but we don't reduce any of the rare tier right. or any of the legendary tier, and then we put out a bunch more rares and legendaries, you know, the stuff that is supposed to right. be the highest value, that is not going to be net neutral. So I think that that's a positive too. Definitely, definitely. That's a great point. I mean, all right. The, the thing that I would bring up is like, 
if you look at the website right now, there's like nine or 10 challenges going, right? So, and I, I so I think that's still a little bit of a miss. Like, um, like I thought the three that they introduced today, which I think were all kind of geared around like the rising stars announcement kind of thing, mm-hmm. which is fine. Um, but like, it just seems like maybe we could have taken a break and like not done the Austin Reeves and the Anthony Simons like fandom also. Right. It's like, like, you know, you, you don't like need to keep just, and, and now they're doing two a night on the fandoms and it's just like, Holy fuck. Like how many more fandoms can we do? Um, well, it's this and... weird. It's this weird balance too, because like you are, you were seeing for almost like a month straight that it was the same. Like two hundred people were completing each challenge, and yeah. like there was, you know, there were a lot of people who, you know, had a bunch of moments, but not a ton of them, and or not, not like all of the high end ones. And like they were like, why can't we engage in any of the challenges? So Top Shot responded by doing all of this, and I get it. Yeah. It is, it is like overwhelming though. Like I mean, the amount of pings that come in that challenge Discord is like pretty, pretty out of control, and it, it is. You're right. It's overwhelming, and like you I think the right. Ri- the rivals week oh go ahead ahead. yeah no that like whole thing like yeah so that's another good example like they did the five rivals week and now they have like the three pack ones and then there's like you know the mobley one which is fine that's just part of the mgle and then like two you know two more fandom ones tonight and so like that kind of is just like a good illustration of like the whole like top shot doesn't know exactly what they are kind of thing right like yeah it it, yeah. it just doesn't seem intentional right it just seems reactive right and so like like when you it, exactly what you're bringing up where people are like wait all these challenges are hard like why can't you do easier challenges so then now they're doing two fandoms a night and then like i mean like i tweeted out the other day like okay all these fandoms are kind of getting boring like i'm surprised they haven't done other stuff and now they do some other stuff and then like the rivals weeks you know it was kind of random rolling those five out and so it's just like all this stuff that like in you know maybe in a vacuum like all seems good and then but then i just think like it loses some of its intentionality or luster when they're all jammed up at once and there's nine going and people are like eh, well i don't really think these have as big of an impact and i mean and to, so to push back a little i feel like i i agree that they top shot does tend to be reactionary but i feel like these are things they probably actually had planned out because you know you all the rivals week is pretty established uh, you know rising stars and all stars and stuff is going to come around so I don't think they're being super reactionary on that side of things. I, I think we are going to see this many challenges. I think I think maybe there's just there's just got to your point, there has to be like a balance. And I think that's it's an extremely tough thing to do. Uh, but whether that's separate the challenges like by tabs, so there's like easy challenges, uh like i don't know like but that doesn't work because like the easy challenge no. the other night just got like triple bottlenecked or whatever so it wasn't even really yeah. that easy yeah um, yeah and then if you call and then the whole thing if you call it easy and it's not easy people get upset and all that yeah. uh was, you're i remember sort of Chewy's big big things last year yeah. It does make me think, though, like, uh, and I'm not saying this is the answer, but I remember there was a lot of dialogue uh, back in October about, like, oh, yeah, we're doing a playbook. Um, <clears throat> and we're, like, all of it lives in one place, and it's a little bit easier. I, You know what I do think, too, and I noticed this today when I was vibing during my locker room pack rip? 
I think if the UI was a little bit sharper, this would be a little bit better too. And I think that's one of the tough things right now where everything's a little bit slow. And so like you go, you like click the challenges page and then you can go down a couple and then 15 more load. And it's, I think like all of that is to account for some of the confusion. And again, not that any one of these things immediately fixes the issues that we're talking about, but I do think like all of it combined is, a little bit tough because I think from the top shot perspective, you think about it and some of the stuff that we've talked about forever, right? They wanted to have like packs readily available for new people. They're doing that. They're like a bunch of challenges for across, like for people who have a big collection for people who don't. And then they also have where they just introduced like bulk buying as well. So it feels like they're answering a lot of stuff. It's just yeah. not, we're just not there yet. You know? Well, you're, I think, yeah, that's a good point about the UI. Cause like, it is a bit clunky to have to go click into all of them and see like, okay, what the hell's going on with this one? And like, yeah, I mean, even with the three, even with the three ones that came out today, like I went through each of them. I did a Discord write up, and I still like don't exactly remember the specifics on the three of them. Um, and like, I mean, at one point, moment nerd and I were. <clears throat> this is kind of the frustrating thing about Dapper is like one point we were talking about creating a like dashboard for every person, right? So where you would right. kind of walk, like log in. And you would be able to see like, okay, here's the nine challenges, like get some green bubbles next to moments you have from them, like a little cost to complete on the side for each of them. And and you you can kind of get a quick glance at like, oh, maybe I'll check these out or I won't even look at these. Um, but then like, it's just hard to tell, like, should we put a lot of resources and time into that? And then we've seen them go, you know, months with like just having, you know, one challenge, you know, every couple of days. And so that it's like, it's not as impactful. So that that's the whole like uh, right. part where I wish, wish they would be more intentional with like it. Right. And like, you know, but you're still a beta. So we still, you're still, we're still figuring <laughs> stuff out. Um. All right. I know we like covered a lot there. Is there any, anything else? Like I'm fine to, I feel like we got five more minutes or so uh, before I'd like to I'll, I'll fire. I'll reiterate my, my stance on the locker room packs again this uh, week, just because those are now firing out. Um. <clears throat> so, you know, we've got 1.6 million of those up. Uh, I ran the EV on them. They're, uh, so he, so this is how I did the EV, and there's a couple people that were pushing back on it. But basically, every Series 1 and common LE moment, which is quite a few of them, I, I just did whatever those were for the lowest ask. And then every moment that's currently worth two, I equaled that to a dollar. And every moment that's currently worth a dollar, I put that as 50 cents. Um, it's the first time that I've done something that wasn't a dollar in my calcs. But the thought process that I had was... There's a lot of the dollar floor is kind of slowly going away. It probably, I don't know, within the next week or so, maybe it's gone. Um, and so moments right now, because like as of, you know, lunchtime today, there was about 160 moments that were a floor of one with no offers on them, right? So it's not like the $1 floor is completely gone, right? There's there's still quite a few ones out there. Um and so my thought process was like, well, those moments, you know, maybe a 50% chance you sell them for a buck, 50% chance you can't sell them. Um, and then the moments that just have like crept up to two, well, those aren't really worth two, right? Those are still worth a dollar. Um, and yeah. so that was just kind of like a general stance. And so the packs right now are, you know, a cost of $4 and the EV is about three bucks. 
Um, and that'll change over time. You know, maybe as more things are selling for a dollar, those those numbers slightly go up. Uh, but in general, the 40 trade ticket packs that they're going to be coming out with, um, which it sounds like could be as early as this week uh, from uh, some uh, from what Mo, Mo was saying in the uh, in the in the collectors club discord. Um, yeah, the announcement they said it would be uh, in less than a week, I believe. Yeah. So those ones are going to be better. Um, those ones are the EV of just the series one moment that you're guaranteed should be a little over 40 bucks. Um, so you're not probably going to be losing money or, I mean, you're not making a ton of money, but um, at least it's a, it's a positive expected value there. So I would definitely be holding off for those and trying to get as many of those as possible. And then, then firing everything back into this, uh, uh you know the four to three maneuver but again i think until and, and this is something that i've asked uh and for them to kind of be clear with what's going on with the series one moments because even after this drop there's still about ninety thousand that are in packs um but until we know about that like i would just be going with the mindset that i shouldn't have that i don't want any trade tickets after these packs are done right because there's really no telling when more when a better batch of locker impacts is going to happen and i just don't think it's really worth taking the risk of having a ton of like moments that are literally worth zero in your account then getting off of them now and either using them for packs or selling them for a dollar or sometimes two uh, if you can like we see in the challenges today wow that's very uplifting I, i'm excited for those uh 40 40 trade ticket packs to be honest and like I, I haven't traded in what I need to yet. And I'm like worried that they're just going to like drop us, drop them on us at like midnight or something. And then I'll just like, because I think they're going to fly. Like, I think those things, oh, yeah, those things are going to be gone. And the only reason the locker room ones right now aren't like a bigger dent in that number mm -hmm. is because yeah. people are waiting for these. So, like, that is going to increase that, like, speed is going to really increase once everyone's gone through the other ones. Um, but like, I, like, I'm so much like happier to, to go through my like trade ticket moments with a 40 pack, knowing that I'll at least get like some series one rather than, and it's, and it has more, like has less to do with the odds or anything or EV or anything like that. But just like that, I know that I can just like do that rather than like, I, it, yeah, if I turn through 40 trade tickets with the other ones, I might actually end up with more than one series one and everything, but I just don't want to like invest the time to do that and just like knowing that like you'll you'll have at least an interesting pull in the pack i think i think is a is a big yeah. positive yeah, yeah i was 31 locker room packs yesterday i didn't get anything so at this point i'm i'm just gonna wait till after the 40 the 40 ticket ones <clears throat> i wouldn't look today during the show because I, I mean i honestly i hadn't checked in a while and i really am down to i think i have like nine moments that aren't locked um and then i have like three something that i think are um but dude a plus no regrets i got those clampies um <laughs> that i gave away i think on this show maybe but um but yeah all right anything else wait john there was one other thing and i cut you off just explain why you want to sell into this challenge instead of uh do the challenge because I, I thought that was an interesting tweet oh well i mean my stance is that the the series four rookies kind of suck. Um, 
and because they do um kind of so the so i don't i'm not really that enticed like the best thing you're going to get out of this these series four rookie packs is a keegan murray right which is like 30 bucks uh, 35 bucks or something right and so like you know whatever it's just not like that amazing right like you you can you can literally sell one of these all-star games that's worth 35 and go buy the best thing that you can possibly get out of these packs instead right and so like you know from that from that standpoint you know there's that angle and then my other thing was like these all-star game and rising star moments are like you could argue that they're almost worse than like the one dollar a liquid moments because they're like they they just never pump right because like they they just have to have like such a uh unique circumstance for them to pump on a challenge right. because anytime that there's like a rare that's required it's almost always out bottlenecked by something with a lower mint count right so right. yes they are you know somewhat um you know people like them because they're the cheapest version of some players but once you have it, like it's just really only going down. <laughs> it's not like ever really pumping, and you know, just like I mean, shit. We've been on Top Shot for two years now, boys. Any time that they specifically pump a certain moment in your collection, you should freaking sell it. That's like, like <laughs> so. That's I've been doing so for a while. Like, I'm oh. pretty sure that's like the first like ten videos I made was just like yeah. <laughs> you should sell every challenge. It's yeah, there's it. nothing that it's not even anything new. It's definitely something we've kind of always said. And the only thing that's new is like it just hasn't really happened. For, it's like, not <laughs> yeah. you know like so it's like holy crap like what does this mean? I'm gonna use this to pivot to so rare because I will say that is like the lesson learned from Top Shot I have taken to so rare even though and there's sometimes where I won't do it because I've done like the I've used like my mental calculator and I was like, well, I actually think this is better for me to play it um, <laughs> versus, you know, selling it. But the example is I hit a tier two, which a tier two reward last week in rare. And it was a Rui. Um, and I was like, man, I really don't want a Rui. And then I saw that everybody was out for the Lakers. And Jeb, I think Jeb told me he was like, dude, that's actually like a gold mine tier two. Uh, yeah, and I saw it like going for like 140 and I was like, see ya <laughs> like I, yeah. and I, i'll actually i want to here i'll share a screen and pull up so rare i'm curious like what that is now knowing that that was just like a few days ago to see how much it moved but at least it made sense well, and with he why, also just didn't really play that well and he like, was bad i know he which was is super another bad so it should go down quite a bit i would right think. uh and it goes back to what jeb said too like it, things pump again too. Oh no, he, it's still, he played shit. he played well the but, next game. Mike, you had the Lakers yeah. one, dude. I think you sold that a little low. <laughs> <laughs> no way, dude. No way, it was the best. It was the best. Uh um, it's it's because he played well in the second game. He put up like 37 yeah, he did. Um, 35 okay, in the second game. Like once everyone was back, he played better. Do you know how mad I would be if uh I played him in my contender, didn't sell, and then um and then this is my contender lineup. Uh, like I would have tilted my balls off uh, with uh, with with freaking who who was it? Oh, Luca got ruled in, so this was garbage. Brandon Clark's being outperformed. Juan Toscano Anderson got exercise in that first game. Jericho Sims sucked. I would have been tilted my Dude, face. Sims off. was so bad, and freaking um uh uh. Shit, I don't even know. JTA is, is a no play. He might be the only person in the NBA worse than Ben Simmons. 
<laughs> yeah, he's definitely worse than Ben Simmons. Yeah. Uh, and John and I, we were like, really, we're like, dude, let's not just play him in so rare. Let's put him in all of our <laughs> underdog pickups, dude. Good underdog with him. Dude, I was he's the uh, ultimate under. That's for I, sure. I was hosting a show last, like an in-person show last night, and and because I'm in New York, the Knicks game was on in the background. So, and like Sims really sticks out, and like. 45 minutes would pass without him coming onto the court. And I was like, God damn it. Yeah, no, I know. You're like, no, he's a good putback guy. I'm like, dude, we need him to be just a minutes guy right now. Like, <laughs> Speaking of which, I can okay, see Speaking ones, of exercise, dude, Josh Hart has been on the court for 31 minutes tonight. Has two rebounds and two assists. Like, come on. Jeez. Cardio, dude. Oh my gosh. Uh let's what I, I don't know. We don't really have anything scheduled to talk about so rare wise. Um but I have it, something yeah, that uh that I think is interesting and can maybe uh result in a pretty fun conversation. So because I think we've had the conversation before of like, do you focus on contender or focus on champion and and you know yada yada yada. Um and this week was the first week that I kind of uh <clears throat> that I did it opposite. So usually I always build my champion lineup and then I just fill in the rest for contender. Um, but for some reason, like I just, and I think with my rare lineups, I just don't have like the same, you know, depth of cards. Right. And so like this week, I didn't really have much going for me under like 18. Um, and like, it, you know, it's always, it's it's good to get like somebody down there that you can kind of pop in and, and right. then kind of go from there. And I just didn't really like anything I was building on the champion side. And so then mm-hmm. I went to the contender and I fit in like, you know, uh, I, I made a pretty decent uh, contender. I don't really think it's doing well, but I, I made a pretty de- decent one from the projection standpoint. And then when I went back, I did basically like what you guys were doing with the Alondis Williams, where I just threw in, like for me, I threw in Christian Brown, who I think was only like a five or something. And I think yeah, I think he, his caps like three or something. He did okay. Last yeah, night, he? yeah. He, I mean, he he got like nine. Um, Dude, that, I was that's dark almost, green on the spreadsheets, baby. Yeah, I, know, <laughs> I, know, I was banking on a zero though, um, and I was basically like he was projected for a zero. I was banking on a zero and just him, you know, giving me that cap to be able to fit like Brunson and SGA and Bain and, and whoever else I played. Um, yeah. And that was, so that was kind of the first time where I was like, well, you know, this may be like a decent, um, depending on the weeks, like it's, it's, it's a decent strategy. I think um, every gallery tells the story, John, that's right. That's <laughs> You're going to let your gallery tell the lineup story. <laughs> that's right. That's right. No, yeah. I know. Anyways, good. Somebody else go. Oh, I was just say I kind of I got it's interesting you bring that up because I got someone had tagged me and they they uh, had bought an Alondis when I tweeted it out and used it and like placed higher than they thought and they're like oh thanks and got I got in this conversation with this guy uh, who didn't think it was a good strategy and I'm like you know what like maybe if you're trying to win the the tournament a lot more has to go right for you if you're doing it but even then I've seen I mean I've seen people take down like score upper tier like place very high like punting a player like for example like if you had luca this week playing luca and your contender and then sticking in the Londis williams or something like that in there is definitely worth like squeezing him in there because i mean luca could put up 120 for all you know um yeah. 
Yeah, we I know <clears throat> Jeb, I know you watched this too. Uh we I was checking out some of So Rare Data NBA's uh YouTube show today and they were they were talking a little bit about that. And I I mean I think it like all, all and I I know I joked about every gallery tells a story, but I I think it does depend on like what contest you're playing in, how many con like you can't do that in a common contender to take down a tier one, right? Because you're going against a hundred thousand people. You gotta you gotta run pure. And I honestly that's probably the same for a limited contender if you're trying to win the thing. Um, mm. but I guess it's like all about what your goals are. Like, are you just trying to snag, are you just trying to cash, right? Like you're just yeah. trying to make sure you get a reward, or are you trying to go for a tier one first? Thank you. Uh right. So like it totally depends on on like what your goals are. I don't know. Have you guys thought about it like that way? Or do you have like a specific mindset for all of these? No, I think that's I think that's pretty uh interesting sharp? way to phrase it. Yeah. Well, sharp, sharp, <laughs> sharp. Yeah, that's sharp. Very sharp. Sharp. Sorry. Should have been quicker to that. Uh no, like because I, I was just thinking as you were saying that, I was like, Yeah, I feel like I'm to the point like in limited, even where I'm just like trying to like win a limited right? right but then like yeah. rare i'm stoked to like cash a rare and just totally. get like anything just to like keep kind of building my rares up and so i think you but you just have to be cognizant that like you're building lineups for that also right and, and something that i haven't really looked at and maybe this is something we could do next week or whatever um and i can try to prep something is like looking at kind of some of the ownership um like within the cards because like I mean, if Luca is going to be like nine or percent owned and limited, right? Mm -hmm. Like, if you like, it, there's almost a point where like you just shouldn't play Luca if you have him, which I know sounds like crazy, but like for whatever game week he scores thirty, like you're going to have a better chance versus maybe versus I mean, all the game weeks where he scores eighty five, and then you just have to get all the other guys right also. But I think nine percent or I don't know. But I think that comes back to like, are you trying to win or not? Because, like, because the circulation isn't that high on these cards yet. Like having Luca might just mean you cash automatically, or like having yeah. that guy is hundred and then just like doing all right in the other ones. Um, yeah. And it's and it's not a situation where like everyone can pick them like DFS. So I think that's yeah. like where where the difference is. But I agree if we're just talking about like hitting like like hitting one two three in a contest somewhere in that range then yeah you might want to fade but like should you be doing that like week over week be yeah. and and then because you still I have mean, to maybe hit. luca was a bad example just because yeah because i was about like, to say it also scores if you a don't, lot of like freaking 90s yeah but. and if you don't have someone to replace him you have to play luca like if you don't have a a Giannis or an Embiid or someone that like has that ceiling like you're stuck playing him even if 10 percent, 20 percent of the field is playing him because like you're limited to your cards so unless you're just going to go and blow a cool couple hundred dollars or i mean depending upon what what tier you're looking at like you do like you're buying that luca and you have to get the value out of it by playing it every week right yeah i, I mean i will say too like that Again, it depends like what cards you have, like what your gallery is. But I think like what my main thing is that the whole punt play, right? Where if you punt, in my opinion, in like the limited and maybe even in the rare contender, like you're probably not taken down first if you punt. Like a no. but but you can get like a tier three probably. Like if you this is like, hey, I can probably get 
I could get 60 points from Luca, uh, and then probably a zero, right? Versus like a 30 and 30. I don't know. I don't know. So, but, I, but basically, what I was saying is like, I totally get that play if your play is like, make sure I get a card. Like, let's get a card here. Uh, Cause then I totally get that. But if you are shooting podium tier one, tier two, like you need, you can't, you can't do it. So I picked up Nalandis for both limited and rare. And the only part that I'll push back is that like it, it's for people like to try to cash without having to spend more right. because even to cash, it's probably not the best strategy for the most part, but it is a good strategy to cash without having to go find someone, especially in like contender and stuff. So like, I haven't even thought to really use it in the limited very much. I think mm. very first week, I just like made a lineup to see what it would look like. But then I was like, no, I have better options because I have like quite a bit of limited cards. But rare, the reason I bought it was just so that like I could field something in contender right. and champion every week. And like, will I have the best shot? Maybe not, but like I'll have the best shot without having to buy something else and chase whoever the like low cap of the week is. And I just don't have the bankroll to do that. And my rare collection isn't big enough. And I'm sure there's some people that are the same thing with limited. Maybe they've won a couple from the common champion and then they just have like a smaller bankroll. So that might be an option for them. But one thing that I don't think people are thinking about where, Ooh, here we go. Actually, where it actually might come around and be the way to actually win is when we hit the playoffs. And when either there's only like two teams left in a game Ooh. week, when we get to the NBA finals and it's like, oh, I can put like the two MVP caliber players in my lineup if I have a Lundis. And then I guys, I muted TST and here's why I don't want him giving out this alpha. This is for us. I don't want him to say this to anything else. <laughs> no, sorry, TST. That's, I mean, that's, that's at what point did you mute me? <laughs> No, 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 I let you. You, I, you, I, you said okay, yeah, I, I don't know. I, 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 you know. right when I said <laughs> you got okay. Yeah. No, I think I think that's I think that's super sharp, and I think it just goes back to like I bought him, I bought him when I bought him, and then like messaged you guys about just a heads up. This is the only negative cap player, right? Because I did the math and I was like, oh my gosh, this beautiful lineup literally works exact. Like the math works exactly only if I have this negative three, and I got a tier a high tier two because of that lineup that week i haven't played him since and wow, you didn't share the whole lineup you just shared yeah, dude, what the hell you three. Three. <laughs> what the hell's that man like oh, i thought you didn't tell me it's a cap and i was like oh okay, maybe i didn't post fine. the math but I, I think i did post the lineup for the group no, chat. i'm sure you yeah did. after but, um, one <laughs> <laughs> but i haven't played him since but i know there will be other opportunities to do so and i think it just comes to kind of bringing back to what john was talking about and this overarching conversation we've always had of like Oh, which contest should you target? Like, I would think it really depends on the gallery you have, the That's budget right. you have, and just like schedule. Like, there's so many variables where every week, like, you should be looking at your options and then be like, oh, you know what? Like, the ceiling on this lineup, I wanted to play this player in the contender, but the ceiling on this lineup just makes way too much sense not to fire it all into champion. Yeah. Or even this week for me, my Eastern conference like lineup is doing the best. And that's because for me, I was like, okay, clearly this is the highest ceiling lineup, but I don't want to take that risk with my other two lineups. So since Eastern conference is like, you know, the least important to me, because there's the least amount of like prize spots available. I'm going to fire the, the riskiest lineup into there this week, 
just because yeah. when I did the math, I was like, oh, it works out this way. Maybe this lineup, I mean, if this lineup was in my champion right now, it'd be doing much better. It's it's like uh, I'm at 197, and I, I as long as Garland doesn't just completely put up a dud, like this thing will do pretty well. But it, that's because it performed well. Uh, but I think like you have to be constantly thinking like week to week and then ahead of the schedule as well because like – I mean, you know me. I I'm picking up scrubs all the time because I'm like, there's going to be so many opportunities <laughs> to like to plug and play these guys. Yeah, I'm the scrub daddy. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I I I want to rescind uh, my initial comment about maybe yeah. you should like fade Luca um, because I didn't realize how close everything is. And I think that goes back to what TST's point about like there's just not enough supply to where people can like pick and choose now, right? Because like. So less people played Luca this week because of the injury, right? But you still see like it's it's very tight between like Jokic and like the twelfth guy Kyrie. They're all yeah. within like a hundred, you know, like a hundred and twenty ish lineups, right? So that's not really enough to like, you know, make that. It's not enough to take a risk uh, of us, you know, making a stand somewhere else, I guess is my point. Right. So like, well, and if I bet you those guys at the bottom, like Kyrie and jaw, they would be higher up if they didn't get injured or suspended and their minting was stopped. Like mm. that's how razor thin it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Luka and I too, think like the, the, Oh, go ahead. Luca too might have lower numbers this week. Cause some were in the, the contender because of his cap situation right. yeah. this week too. That's, so yeah, that's, that's like, point. Finally, Luca would have, would have been like played somewhere else, maybe. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't that. Yeah, I don't know how many made it in here, but yeah, no, that's a good point for sure. Oh, let's see, Luca. Yeah, I feel like ownership. Uh, Fifty-two are in contender. Yeah. Wow. Probably. I feel like ownership will matter a lot more late game <laughs> of this season than it does now. Well, so what I was gonna say then is it actually, it, you know, and I don't know how easy it is to like figure this stuff out, but like. It, it, it would make sense more than to fade like the cheap guys that are going to be high on. Like I saw, I was scrolling through, mm. I mean, we don't have to, we don't have to like scroll through, but I saw like uh, Rui was one of the ones that was relatively high owned this week. And, mm -hmm. you know, like his cap is, was like 15 or 18 or something like that. And so like, that is probably a much better example of like a guy that makes more sense to fade. Number fade one, the scrubs, Jeb, fade the scrubs. <laughs> well, sell the scrubs. But it's actually better because Jeb has hey, a lot sell. of scrubs. So right. like, you know, I guess what I would say is like, don't just like go to the sheets, pick the best scrub and play him because like, that's probably what like a lot of people are doing are playing like that best value that week. And those players are inherently a lot more volatile. Right. Right. And so like, yeah, you can go, you know, one point up or down in their projection or something and find somebody that's going to be, you know, 10% the ownership or something uh, of like a Rui. And I think that makes a lot more sense because then you're pairing him with, you know, Luca um, yeah. and, and then you got a better shot there. So, so yeah, I mean, uh, that was super interesting. Just kind of, well, and then through. it would I... be cool to see, like, um, I wish they had like a way to compile the historical ownership and stuff. Um, I, might I just think be too freaking early to for it to all matter. I think to your point, John, if you do that, you're staying ahead of the curve too. So let's say you pick someone that is not like has not pumped, but is like relatively projecting around the same point. Um, if that player does do well, 
then they pump and then you can you get them in your lineup already and then you can sell them and go and pick up someone else. I mean, I stacked can cars and he he Chan Char. Chan Chars. Chan Chars. My <laughs> because someone's gonna yell at you in the chat. They, yell <laughs> they, at they probably will. Um and he popped off and I won a reward because I had him in my lineup because I was like, dude, I've seen this guy play. He's going to get minutes, and it's like he's going to have a good game in the next week or two. And as soon as he popped off, I was able to move off of that after already cashing on it too. So I That's think to your yeah, and sort of I did that with him a bunch. Yeah, exactly. So to your point, like I think that's where looking at ownership is actually super valuable. Is like fading someone who instead of just looking at pumps because I always I'm not going to buy someone at the top to play them, but fade a high ownership of a player that you know maybe didn't pump super hard and you're considering buying and instead try to pick that differentiator because if they do hit like you can move off of it and go on to the next one uh, but i i actually think jeb i think what we would have we would see is that the the more popular plays are the ones that are spiking uh like in the value range not necessarily up top but those value guys because yeah. i know i've been oh, yeah, guilty yeah. of it right and so like and i totally agree with what both of you guys are saying where if like those are the most volatile projections. I mean, from the DFS world, anytime there's like a cheap guy who's like 40%, you're like, oh, I'll find another cheap guy who has the same range of outcomes with the same that like maybe is projecting a slight bit less, but you're getting all this ownership but uh, or all this leverage. But what's even cooler about this is not only are you gaining leverage, if you own the card, you just sell the card. So you gain yeah. leverage and then you gain yeah. ETH. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, like, so another thing that I think is uh, going to be pretty smart to do, and I might start doing this unlimited, um, is, and the, the reason I just thought of it is because of the Nas Reed thing tonight, um, where, like, the Gobert, you know, out tag kind of came, you know, more or less out of nowhere. I mean, he was projected as one of the better DFS values, like, during the day today, um, and then he was rolled out, like, you know, 20 minutes before the game started or something, um, and... But like, so, so like for some of the guys like Nas Reed, right, where I just looked on like he there's only 84 of him in champion this week and there's 200 in contender, right? Because mm. people were probably like he wasn't projecting well. So people are like, I oh, will just throw him in like he's a 20 cap or whatever. Um, but for some of those guys who like maybe projections wise aren't doing well, but on, especially on these Monday to th through Thursday weeks where a team has a couple games or a back-to-back -back or something where they you there could it could happen to where they could pop up that might be like sharper to play them because again you're like it, it, again it, it's depend it's dependent on where you are at with your like current you know the way that you're trying to build your collection and your gallery and stuff right so like you know, oh, for me, I've got plenty of limiteds. And so I'm just trying to kind of do hit really good limiteds versus like the rare. I'm just trying to cash. Right. And so on limited side, I'm willing to take a couple more risks to not cash. But on the week when Gobert sits, Nasrid hits and there's only 80 of them and I have him paired with Luca or whatever. Right. Then you're like running really pure. 
and and there's you know probably not many lineups that you're up against i think that is like kind of the next level that i haven't really started thinking through but i i do need to because i i'm obviously a slave to the spreadsheet so i just kind of go for the best value every week but like for some of those for some of those swings where it you know missing on them is just going to kind of not be a big deal uh but there's a ton of upside if you do hit i think that's that's smart uh, yeah, I, like, I mean, I okay. go for it. No, no, I was just because uh, I was looking at all these dog shit lineups, but uh, I, I kind of like the risk taking on some of the like as you're talking about the limited in the, I don't know, maybe again this is just my ceiling brain thinking, but doing that in the champion where you have a shot of like leveling up for a rare, um, right. or in the rare one for a super rare, right? Where like usually that means you're taking a shot on one of these like probably not projecting really well low cap guys that allows you to fit in another one um but again this is garbage tsc you want me to bring your yours up yeah um so i like speaking of ceiling stuff is like i started like i'm thinking of just like even for like for, for champion contender even i want like i'm thinking of doing like at least like really going after those guys that have ceiling and pain for like the higher cap for them. Like I, in champion, you can easily get like three guys depending on who you can squeeze in that like can hit in that like 70 range. You know, mm. you can have your MVP that can do it regularly. And then you can have your two guys that are like that next tier down that are like the cheaper MVPs that like hit, you know, once every like Ooh, five Like Murray's a great weeks. example. Murray's Murray, a great example. Right? Like Murray, Paul George could in. Paul yeah. George. Mitchell and Garland are good, right? Because yeah. one of them sits out and the other guy goes off. I, I mean, love, like that's like because that's Cavs. the part that I never play. Like I will just always like, okay, I'm gonna play like or like in um common, I'll go like, okay, I'll play Luca, and then I have like okay, steps like I'll just play step, you know, like I'll just play like as many stud projections as I can. And like, but but the odds are that that's just kind of being a mid-level lineup or pretty high versus like trying to play the, for the ultimate, ultimate ceiling. Like, like, I mean, DeJounte Murray 77 this week, like that's what's winning you or that's what's making that lineup do well, you know? Yeah. It's not Jericho Sims. Yeah. But Jericho Sims allowed me to put Murray George like in that yeah. lineup. Yeah. Well, so, right. And that's right. But that, and that, that was kind of what I was saying too, right? Like having one of those guys a lot. He like, also uh, allowed Hartenstein to score a lot of points. <laughs> uh, these lines yeah. are good. Dude, look at all these freaking rewards though. Although, you know what, dude, you're not really showing us your rares. Your rares look like dog shit, bro. Yeah, what's going on with the rares, oh, yeah. dude? You got a 90 beggar? <laughs> Ooh. That's a good 90, dude. There we go. Under that, dude. Look, hold on. I'm sharing mine again. I, Just because I, I want to. Rare champion's not that bad. I, yeah, I but you're lie. not a shot, dude. You're dead. Uh, <laughs> I got, look, I got, I got kidding, games I'm, on the table here. I'm, I'm waiting. Kidding, I'm, waiting. I'm kidding. But I've, I'm honestly, the past couple of weeks, I've been so frustrated with Rare. I'm like, either I am going to have to spend a lot more real soon, so I'm less frustrated, or I'm just yeah. selling out and going so hard into limited. Hell yeah. Just like buying all the MVPs. Uh, That's, I like, like that way. Look, the 105 points from my underdog. Isn't that stupid? And that's with a Man, zero. It's D up, baby. That's with a Z. And Tillman. Tillman dropped yeah, 30. Tillman luck box tonight because he got the star. Wow. Yeah. I actually, wow. and the Warriors are on a back to back tomorrow. If Wiseman sits, oh, yeah. I. Oh, oh, yeah. What were you going to say? 
No, I was thinking Wiseman should play, right? Or he'll. I I think he has a shot at playing tomorrow. Sorry, my computer's tweaking. I wanted to see, like, say why? Because if Wiseman starts and all of those sit, just give him like twenty points. Twenty points gets me one twenty. All right, we have no shot at first. Let's see what's. <laughs> no, what if Wiseman has a career game? So right, it's Bates, not possible. Yeah, Hartenstein, dude, that's what it is. It's a little Oof. bitch. Um, <laughs> but if he goes for fifty, if Wiseman goes for fifty, dude, all these guys can suck it. What does first place get? Is it a tier one? Yeah. Has to be right. Oh, dude, give me give me the Tyrese Maxi that uh, TST one one. You know, <laughs> no, but uh, going Ooh. back to going back to underdogs hitting if Tory Craig goes off. Ooh. dude, I do so. I, whatever, I'm sharing for this screen too, and you guys can see <laughs> you guys can see how sick I am tonight. Um, look at this. All right, so let's start with the first one. Uh, let's start. This was a dud. The Grant Williams is a piece of crap. Uh, all right, here we go. We got Yaka Pertle already hit. Uh tatum my guy already hit nice now oh, you did the box and seals i was scared of that one. i know but i was i was vibing i was, I was vibing <laughs> uh this one this one we got sabonis just smash sabonis smash. also yeah, give, yeah, shout yeah. out to eric, eric gordon one time no matter how you bet the over on eric gordon it crush uh <laughs> and now we get deandre Ayton. i've got so much tory craig i just know that we get <laughs> Uh, Trey Young, Eric Gordon, some more. Tory I have a Craig. lot of Tory. I, I just have Tory Craig and two will hit if it goes off, which is and then great. I had another one that was a uh, Trey Young, a lot of lower. Uh, lo I'm really hoping Mikel Bridges gets the Trey Young assignment and uh, and um, yeah, and he just slows him down instead of right. Mikel Bridges, you're not gonna put Chris Paul on Trey Young, you put Chris Paul on DeJounte Murray, let DeJounte cook for everybody, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I want a bad game from DeJounte now. He had a 77. He's not hitting that again. Give me a like two, man. Dude, oh, I see. That, keep that cap down, you know? That's what Sohan's doing. Sohan just keeps his he'll put up a 50 yeah. or a 60 and then just a stinker. It's beautiful. Like this week sucks because I think he's out, so he's gonna put up like a one, but he yeah. keeps his cap low. No, like it the, is below 25. He is the entire such a Spurs cheat organization, code. dude. The entire Spurs organization. He is such a cheat code. But going back to what John was saying, John, how you were talking about like potentially playing that player that has that high ceiling um, that is a bit more of a risk. The player right now uh, that I think is that guy is uh, Gabriel uh, or is it Wenyon? Yeah. Wenyon Gabriel. I thought his Wenyon was his last name for some reason. Cause I always call him Wenyon. When when but I have like, I, I have four of him. I kind of want to buy more. <laughs> Why? Because what? Not enough Wenyon, man. Because okay, so I mean, this was a no-brainer this week because there's they had three games this week, so you right, need to get some time. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, he's just he's gone off uh, a couple games, and if you watch those games back and just watch how he plays, like he has some level of trust from the coach. He is capable of like shooting. He's capable of getting rebounds. He's capable of putting up a lot of points from a lot of different perspectives. Blocks, yeah. steals, points, all that stuff. And the Lakers are a shit show. Like the like the Spurs are team like a Spurs or a Lakers, those are the teams you want to hammer because those those anomalies are going to happen where for some reason, oh, I don't know why, but I guess uh Yakapold or LeBron and AD and Russ are all sitting. So they're throwing this game and Winian's gonna put up a 40. Yeah, it is. That's true. I mean, I yeah, I don't know if I'd go stack them. I, I like. He's it. never put up a forty though. I mean, no, no, but he's. He, but I, I know what you mean. Though, for at, at his cap, he's been like solid. I because like I have him in my yeah. rare contender. I think I feel eight. like his cap's a little high right now. Like he's already. He's it's a little like, high, but it'll it'll dip, 17, it'll dip back down. Don't worry. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I and I get. I mean, I guess it's like good insurance too if AD gets hurt again. Um, when AD gets hurt again, yeah, when, when he gets hurt, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just like with Eubank. Like I wish I had more Eubanks. I he never dips down low enough for me to buy more. So I only have his one, but he just put up thirty four today because Nurkic is out, and Nurkic is a, like a like an injury prone player. Same yeah. thing with like Okongwu. Okongwu is at like twelve bucks right now. That's the lowest he's ever been, and Capella is like eventually going to get hurt. And take some time off. Yeah, no. I, I, yeah, I just like Okongwu because he's good too. Like, he's yeah, Okongwu is a, a monster. I think I actually think your best call out of all of those you haven't mentioned yet is Zach Collins. Like I, because I do think Yaka Pertle's getting traded, and I, oh honestly, yeah, I don't want any exposure. I actually wrote something that that I think is coming out tomorrow. Um, Ooh, about, you wrote? Yeah, I wrote a little something something for. <laughs> For Mr. LG Doucette for the first minute. So I think that's coming out tomorrow, but our this week at some point. But I think, um, I like, I, I actually don't want any Jakob Pertle exp- uh, exposure just because if he gets traded, uh, like maybe the market does pump, but like wherever he gets traded, he's getting traded to a scenario where he's going to like lose time and minutes. But Correct. like the dude that moves, like the open, I mean, it opens it up for Zach Collins or like we already talked about Precious Achua earlier. Like those types of guys. I actually think Bones Highland might be kind of sneaky too now that the Nuggets are talking about moving him, um, which I think is nuts. But I think I that... currently own four po- four Yakapotals. Yeah. And I probably want more because he's going yeah. to pump. He's going to pump when he gets traded. I don't know if I'm, I'm holding on to any of them before his first game, but he's going to pump. Yeah, I don't, I don't, th- I, I'm so fascinated to see if, cause I just think the so rare users seem to be smarter than the top shot users. Like, I, no, I just, no. I think it's the opposite. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> what? I can't, say, I can't say it's the opposite. We well, haven't seen any of that. Really? Me and, dude, me and Ransom Reed, I don't think he's in the chat, but him and I just all day are talking back and forth and we're laughing cause we'll see, like, okay, Zach Collins, Zach Collins, perfect example. I sold all my Zach Collins, like five or six of them at $16 because it's like, oh, he's coming right back down. And just immediately, like these things pump and then people just sell off. Like, John, like it took it took Top Shot like 18 months to figure that out, dude. <laughs> that's a good point. Okay, that's a good point. <laughs> so do we remember when LaMarcus Aldridge retired? <laughs> JJ Reddick retired late like JJ a year Reddick. later and it happened again. Okay, that's a good point. Okay, yeah. you know what? It happened today with today with Brady, didn't it? His mode yes, pumped to like right 170 now. and then went all the way back down. Dude, no. <laughs> okay, you know what? I, that's I that's a step too back. far, dude. I draw the line. <laughs> my point is, my point is like there's just so like I feel like there's just so much opportunity right now as people are still figuring it out where you can just be in positions to sell or play a player. And like that, I think that's like where you want to be at all times. I think, yeah. And I think one of the the differences too, and why like you see more of a drastic pump in Silver, like you see some like pretty quick acting is that like listings expire. Yeah. So, so there's way less listed overall. So like, the reason they come down or like you see those really like if you if you look at sort of data, it's just like a straight line up and then like yeah. comes right back down. There's not like any sort of wave or anything. Middle finger, dude. Yeah, all middle yeah. fingers because like those listings don't exist that you have to eat through that did in Top Shot when it was 
in its biggest pump yeah, is, days. Is, if, if I think people's listening, dude, can you make a timer on your listings on Floaty, please? Think oh. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I would well, just well, be... but I was gonna say to Jeb's point, like, like you are like you're you're calling people stupid because like they're buying the mom like the cards that you have listed that you oh i'm not calling people. anyone stupid i was oh, just sorry. saying <laughs> i was just I, saying that they i think they're not like you guys are like oh they're so much smarter than top shot people and i'm like no they're, they're at the same level i the, but the difference i, would, okay, I believe you said the opposite i don't know i don't know okay you have a uh uh whoever the hell that you bought for four dollars and you're selling for $12. Like, I might look at that and say, I can buy this for $12 right. and it can fit this win sick lineup and I can win a $60 reward or something. Yeah. Right? Where, so, like, there is the second side of the argument that there is more upside available on the buy side than there is um, on Top Shot, right? Because on Top Shot, you're buying it well, and then completing a challenge and then losing money the next. So week, that's you know? an I, I think I think that's why this is sustainable as while Top Shot was not like when Top Shot was going on, all of us were like, okay, like this is not going to continue. Like there's right. no right. way people are going to just keep buying moments at like this insane price and then just watching them lose all value post challenge. But the reason this stuff does work on so rare is because to your point. Right? the person buying it doesn't necessarily feel burned after playing it because they still get some use right. out of it. And so, yeah, so <laughs> exactly. So someone on my end can feel like, oh, that was a big, that was a massive W. And the person on the other end can also feel like that was a W for them. So uh, one of my favorite things about like the early Top Shot days comparing it to even like when flash challenges were finally a thing and even more so now is so rare is that early top shot things pumped for like all the same reasons but for but like with no use case right. so like yeah you remember that first trade deadline where it was like every yes. single one that got traded just went like nuts <laughs> and just like nuts and then it's just like okay but why and then it would just come right back I remember I bought a Demarcus Cousins. I remember I pre-bought a Demarcus Cousins because I'm like, he's going to the Lakers, baby. Let's go, dude. I did it with. I mean, I bought a fucking hundred Dejounte Murray top shot debuts because yeah. I was like, he's underrated, dude. Well, like, and he was underrated, and I assumed <laughs> as a platform we would be like, oh, this guy's pretty good. I guess we should own these moments. But then Top Shot was like, here's the thing, guys. It doesn't matter what you own as long as you love it. <laughs> Um, but I, I wanted before, like before the nine lives lounge, cause I already just got a reply to uh, something before they start coming at me, uh, hashtag ad let's, I want to, I do want to make fun of so rare about something and it's not yes. the platform itself, but TST found a bunch of great stuff. Well, TST found a good thread today. That was fun to read this morning. Oh, but yes. one, of, one of my favorite things there was, a and I don't have it up, but my, one of my favorite tweets was someone being like, dude, you don't know, man, they could have like. They could have just have like the fucking streaming rights. And okay. <laughs> it, it isn't like, okay, oh, it yeah. wasn't one tweet. So that was the one tweet, but there is one in French that was 20 tweets long. And I, <laughs> like, I didn't share it to you guys because I know you guys don't read French, but like, yeah, I, and, I can translate it, tweet. But it was like, it was way too many to like yeah, even gosh. bother. But this person went on like these, like, and it was like, so like the same thing we thought about Top Shot, other people might still think about Top Shot and like, 
like just like and it was just like the most top shot hopium but it was just like replaced top shot with so rare it was like they could have video games and it just like went on and on it was like as if they were taking over fifa they're like they have all these rights to all the major leagues and they're like this many people legally stream like football games so like therefore they could just have the streaming right then it was like TV. in real life yeah. in real life like meet like meeting all the players and the teams it was just blowing, like this list blowing this list Naka. Like, yeah I, what, I, what i love too though like i just like they're like dude yeah this this game this fantasy sports game platform or this fantasy sports platform is sick <laughs> But what if we just became Netflix instead? <laughs> like, that's like, that's like, Wait, guys, what, what if we just became EA? Like, why yeah. Why do fantasy it's when we can like, do video games? Dude, we're actually, you know what? You want to go to the moon? We're actually a rocket company now. <laughs> like, I just, I just like, no one, no one's allowed to have a good time. Like, no one's allowed to have I know, fun I know. With what's there. They're like, dude, you think, dude, you think, what, what if they're moments instead of cards? <laughs> like, Dude, well, well, that's I what like, I hope. I hope they don't freaking do any of that shit. Like, I they hope better that they, not. No, I hope that they like toss a couple more like IRL things to the leaderboards and like you know I don't know <laughs> some, some like <laughs> absolute banger. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, and then Wait. like no, I know, I know that, I know this, Andy. I yeah, know, but like Top Shot did that stuff too. Right. So like, <laughs> no, so like that's the but that but that's what I'm saying. Like they can keep doing like that stuff as right. prizes, right? And like they did the I think they did League Pass or whatever. Like uh whatever. Like keep doing stuff as prizes as part of your fantasy game. Like mm -hmm. do jerseys, do whatever the hell you want. But don't like do all this other crap. Like don't do challenges and like don't do like like I, I don't know, whatever the streaming stuff is. I don't really understand what that <laughs> means, but like just like do fantasy stuff and like have cooler prizes. Like that's it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I think the thing the thing with Top Shot is like they they're creating something brand new. They're kind of they're kind of going into unknown waters. <laughs> it was right there in front of us. It was right there in front of us. Um, like the, like so rare does not have to reinvent the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> dude the chat is always so hilarious um but they literally should copy like DraftKings bar for bar like DraftKings gives away like free stuff and like experiences and all that but the core is the fantasy game and there is no reason that so rare should ever drift away from that or try to like like fix something that's not broken you can add cool prizes. You can do a lot of cool things. Do not like mess with like the core mechanics of why this works because you have defined exactly what it is. You have set the rules and like people like don't break anyone's trust. Like it's so simple. Yeah. But Jed, have you ever thought about when you play a lineup, if that uh -huh. meant you could then watch the games of the players in your lineup? Okay, we, I, I'm listening. I'm listening <laughs> for free. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. okay never so mind. The one you know thing what? that I would say would be cool is. <laughs> and I don't really know. Okay, I still am confused with the whole streaming thing. Team exactly. captains. <laughs> oh God damn it! <laughs> but um, but so because I think I think um, I don't know if it was red zone or like. There was a channel that did this to where you could like 
plug in what your fantasy team was and it would like kind of keep track of it like on the That's side cool. of like whatever game you were watching if there was like a companion that could do that right and you could like plug on league pass and it would show which bros in your lineup are like in that game and what their rare score is yeah like that would be sick and i don't ai know, red like, zone baby ai yeah. red zone like that's yeah. not them uh but that's a like, partnership that's not something they yeah. should develop on their own yeah what's evaluate doing <laughs> yeah <laughs> we throw up a couple hundred g's and figure it Floaty, out baby Floaty. yeah yeah, yeah like, but that would be cool like now because i'm always like checking my phone to be like okay he's got did he beat last night's score yeah. yet or like you know like, <laughs> did, did he... <laughs> infinite <Yeah>. objects <laughs> Just have it, just just dreaming scores. Oh man, sorry. I just looked up how to say connecting and collecting in French, and I was gonna because <laughs> I thought that'd be after we had the team captains. Um, but it's not as funny as I thought it was gonna be. It's just like literally connection and collecting. <laughs> like that's stupid. Um, we have so rare hooligan shout out. Yeah. Uh, all right. We we do need to get out of here. Uh, but before we still have one more official business thing we got to do. But before we do that, um. Uh, what do we got coming up on the docket? TST, you got any anything coming down the pipe? Just put out a uh, game preview, game game week 31 preview, like, I don't know, two hours ago now. Nice, dude. So, so go watch that. Nice. All right, go check out TST's channel. Uh, JBB, do you have anything coming down the pipeline? I, I don't think we got much going on. Uh, just, you know, so rare. And uh, and uh, we'll probably start thinking, uh, thinking about March Madness soon. So we'll get some... Get some new contests going on the Discord, but that's, that's about right. it. All right, there you go. Jeb, I'll have you go last. For me, what's coming down the pipeline? We've got the morning show tomorrow at 9 a.m., value hunting in the afternoon. On Friday, we'll have the morning show. We'll have live before lock with our man Ghost. Uh, I think we have a guest. on. No, maybe that's – I can't remember. We have a guest coming soon. Uh, tomorrow, actually, I don't know if I'm going to – I think it's going to be a recorded video, but I'm going to buy my first Premier League moment instead of lineup. Uh, oh, I wow. tried to buy like three different things today, and Andrew Laird from So Rare Dad, I was like, uh, I don't do it yet. It's, it's, <laughs> it's just like everything's like, too expensive. Everything's inflated. But I really want to put a lineup in. Uh, so I'm going to do that. Oh, Bottomline said he went to see Mbappe this week. Dude, you saw Mbappe and Wemby in like the same week. Um, Damn, that's sick. Uh, Shot Tank next week is back on Jeb's channel. Is that correct? Yeah. All right, Jeb, as we get out of here, tell us what you got for content. And then I'm going to, once the content stuff is over, or once any plugs are over, you got one minute and it could be all world or it can be whatever you want. Any Zoomer topic. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Um, Hopefully, so I've been sick. I was really hoping to make some content this weekend, but I'm hoping I can get a new So Rare video out soon. And then fingers crossed, some longer form uh, NBA all world content coming soon. But, you there know. You all right, here we go. One minute starts now. All right, so NBA All Worlds actually like really exciting right now. I think I just think there's so much potential here. I've had some conversations <laughs> with some people, and like if you play Pokemon Go in the beginning, which I did, you'll know that like the game has developed so much in the last like four or five years. So I just think Pokemon there's so Go much is still developing. Well, it is. It is. Oh, the game, don't make the me game, pause the minute. Yeah, don't pause it's the evolving. It's evolving. The game, the, game, uh -huh. the game in 2016 is so much different. It was bare bones compared to now. And as a result, like NBA All World 
I think they've already partnered with Adidas and Puma and like Under Armour and all these brands. There's just so much opportunity for them to build on top of it. Like the gameplay, not great. It's a very grindy system right now. It's very basic. The, the graphics aren't incredible. <laughs> oh, respect, Ransom Marie. Dude, I used to play, I used to drive around respect. San Luis Obispo playing Pokemon <laughs> Go in my car. Definitely like looking back, not a wise decision.